still just call me Paku. How about Grandpaku? No. You can intro whenever you want. Will do. Hello and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is Sozin's Comet Part 2, The Old Masters. My name is Buddy Stark, and this week I started reading some of the Avatar comics. Hmm. Yes. Is that what you're best known for? Yeah, I was going to so, say, that's not really... Yeah, no, it is, because I, I tweeted it out, <laughs> and suddenly it was like this big thing all over the world. Everyone's like, man, Buddy's reading Avatar comics, and now we all know him for that. What's so. your Twitter handle? Buddy's great at, at buddiesgreat.com. So, uh, who else is here? How many retweets did you get? Uh, like 400 million. <laughs> 400 million? Yeah. That's pretty. That's uh, pretty. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you guys are only now hearing this. I think that would like break a record. <laughs> it, uh, it, it broke a world record. During this quarantine mm. time, I've been going out of my way to to not use my phone to do Oh, things. that must be it. That's yes. why. Yes, I'm really <laughs> trying to get. I'm really trying to find myself. Oh. <laughs> and I, I don't I'm, have a Twitter. I'm not Who using the find my iPhone. My name's Hannah, and I'm best known for washing dishes and then washing them again. She's not lying. I'm not allowed to do dishes because I do them once like a normal person. No, he does it badly. Once. Guys, listeners, he puts them in the dishwasher Fully dirty and no, with no. crap crusted on them. That is not true. Yes, it is because then I I've pulled them out and there's still crap on them. Yeah, that happens sometimes, but I rinse them first. Ugh. Ugh. She washes dishes and then puts them in the dishwasher. Yeah, because then I feel like they're fully washed. <laughs> if I just use the sponge that I use to wash all the dishes, then they're dirty because the sponge is dirty. The sponge is covered in soap. And crap. <laughs> Who else is here? <laughs> Noah, you want to weigh in? I do. You think you have it bad? Right. I, I, right, buddy. Let's, you let's think talk you about this for a second. I have a dishwasher in my apartment. I've been married mm-hmm. for almost... <gasps> I forgot about this. I almost three them. years. Um, I have had a dishwasher the entire time I've been married. You want to know how many times a dishwasher has been used, bud? Twice? How many? None times. I just... <gasps> I put up a zero. The because uh, Buddy can see it, and then I realized nobody else could. Um, never in my life have we ever used the dishwasher because my yeah. wife, my wife thinks that we will ruin the dishes if we if we use the dishwasher. So yes. I wash everything by hand. That's fine. Off, he doesn't think that's as crazy as well, what I do. Yeah, because often, like I wash things by hand because I actually just find it easier than loading a dishwasher and unloading a dishwasher. It's just mm-hmm. it's easy to wash things by hand. But the the issue with me is that we have just washed the dishes. And then put them in the dishwasher, <laughs> the clean dishes. That's I like insanity. it to be double clean. Oh. Any, anyway. I, I, I don't I, care. <laughs> I have voluntarily you know, taken on the role of doing all the dishes. That was also, that was also how we were it. raised, too, because our dishwasher wasn't good enough to get the grime off. Yeah, so that's we what had, Mom said. So we had, <laughs> to, we had to clean it all off. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, do I believe that? Or right? was that just her telling us? Yeah. <laughs> what? How? How Because <laughs> <laughs> no dishwasher does it perfectly. There's always gonna be a couple that still have stuff on them, but it's just nope. it's more convenient to just wash those two and put it's everything disgusting, else away. And I don't want to have to eat a fork with cheese crusted on it. Yeah, you don't use it. You wash the one that comes out dirty. She lied to us. I don't know if she lied to us, <laughs> but I suspect it. How about well, we do a recap? Well. First off, my name is Noah Crowder. Yeah, Noah didn't get to announce oh, himself. And I am I best known for being the champion of Nuzlocking Pokemon. What is that? No one no one on Earth knows what you're talking about. 
Um, so Nuzlocke. So okay. It, like so cuddling? here's so buddy, you've played you played Pokemon? you've played the Pokemons before, right? Uh, red and blue, and I touched silver, and after that, it got way too complex. That's because silver is not that great. Um, we're not here to talk about that. So <laughs> when your Pokemon faints, they run out of HP, they faint, right? They don't die. They just lose their health and you can't use them anymore. Then right, you go right, to the right. Poke Center to heal them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In, in a Nuzlocke, so that's a fan-made thing. So it's not like a part of the game. It's it's a, right. it's a structure that you, you bring into it. And when they die and they faint, um, you have to release them or box them. You can't use them again. It's like they died in in the game. Uh-huh. And so it makes it way harder. I can tell you're very interested in this. Um, and I'm very good at it. <laughs> I have d- I have done two now and only lost. Two. See, I lost I lost zero the first game and then one the second game. Yeah, I um, think I'd be good at that too because I always like treated my Pokemon as though like fainting was the end of the world, like it just seemed cruel. Right. So I was always really careful about making sure they were like super loaded up. Right. So loaded up, making sure you have all the uh, healing stuff, making sure that you farm and grind a lot to make sure they're high it's, enough level. Exactly. Yeah. Like so. before I did the first gym in red and blue, my Pokemon were frequently like 18 or 20. Right. <laughs> so I, well, that's the way to do it because then it's just like smooth sailing from there on out. I always right. make sure that my starter evolves to the next stage. Do you guys want to do a recap of this episode? I think so. Mm, I'm out. Um, who wants to go first? Um, I will go first. All right. Why do we? Why are we pretending that Buddy's not gonna go first? And he then I will go forgets. second. Okay. And Hannah will go third. Everyone Wait ready? a minute. Nope. Hold on. Just let me remember how it starts. Yes. So we enter in on the bar that we exited out of the last episode, and they're tracking Aang. And uh, June is there, and uh, they use the shear shoe, but the shear shoe can't find Aang for some reason. It's like he's gone. Aang is on the island, meanwhile, and he decides he's not in the spirit world because he can still um, bend things. And so um, he was like, I wish I could talk to Roku. And he's like, oh, wait, I can't talk to Roku. So he starts having conversations with past avatars. Yeah, and uh, he talks with uh, Roku. He talks with uh, Karuk. He talks with Kiyoshi, not in that order. And Zuko realized, um, June tells them that Aang is gone, gone, gone. So they can't find him. So they realize they need to look. They need to look for Iroh, and so they track down Iroh um, to a place with a bunch of old people called... Bossing Safe. Yeah, the White Lotus, and Iroh forgives Zuko, like, uh, almost instantaneously. It was a really nice moment. Buddy's favorite moment. That's it. Oh, right, Lion Turtle. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, um, they kind of established the plan. Of what's going to happen in the next episode. Uh, yes, yes. Zuko fight Zuko and Katara. Yes, Zuko and Katara will fight Azula. Uh, Aang is going to wait for the Fire Lord. And oh, what are what's Sokka doing? Uh, he and Toph are going to take They're down the airships. Go to the airships. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I knew Come that. On. My keyboard is squeaky. Leave me alone. Which one is the keyboard and which one is Hannah? I can't even right? tell. How could you ever yeah, know? No I'm no so good at noises. Noah, apparently there's a board game where you have, like, they give you a phrase and then you all have to say it in a different accent. And I just feel like you'd be really good at that game. Oh, I'd be so good at that game. I I'd know, also be offensive at that game. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> Probably everyone is. Well, I found out you can't quote things. No, not in the accent, no. Which I didn't know until this year, I guess. Oh, gosh. I quoted, I don't even remember what it was, but I quoted something at work, and they were like, you can't say that. I was like, it's just from the movie. And they're like, you're being right? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not discriminating. 
Anyways, so do you guys wanna you guys wanna give us a, a cabbage rating? Uh, Ooh, I, about I didn't even that. think about that. How long have we been doing this podcast? We got two <laughs> episodes to go. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give this one a three point seven five. That's what you're giving it? No. What? I'm gonna give it a four. Me too. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. there were some parts that were kind of boring, but no, this yeah. is this. I'm is gonna like agree it. with the first thing you said and say three point seven five. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would like to set the record straight, buddy. Why did you think this one was called The Old Masters? Can we clarify that? Because it is. Because it is. That's so what the title card two, said. The Old Masters. It's on IMDb. I'm well. I'm well aware that this is the title. I'm asking because I made a comment last week about how it was because of the oh. White Lotus, and you said no, it's because of the Lion Turtle. Yeah, and no, now it's, it could. The it's, white lotus. it's it's both. So I went oh, on the wiki, both. and the wiki said it's because of three elements. It's because of the white yeah, lotus, the old avatars. It's because of the old avatars, oh. and it's because of the lion turtle. It's just the theme of the whole episode. So many men. So we were both right, but I really needed you to acknowledge that I was right when I said Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah, sure. Interesting. <laughs> Did that feel satisfying? <laughs> that really didn't. I really yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shut up, Noah. Um, <laughs> so I, no, yeah, I mean, that was interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Speaking of the White Lotus, uh, this is the first time we've seen them like as a group besides the like shadowy old guy with the flower room, flower pot room. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Paku married Graham Graham. And now those of you that are watching this the first time kind of see how they're bringing Graham Graham back. Yes. For the finale. <laughs> yes. For her to do that final swoop. Marrying yes, indeed. That water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that water-bending mm-hmm. master. Yeah, that is quite the moment coming up soon. Oh, no, on the plus side, I remember today how this series ends. We were in the middle of a walk. We were walking our dog, and she was like, I just remembered how Avatar ends. I was like, right now? <laughs> oh, with Graham yeah. Graham? Yeah, she finally remembered about Graham Graham. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it took you, took you long enough, am I right? I know, two episodes <laughs> away. That's just kind of insulting. Um, so what do, we, what do we think about this episode? I know we already scored it, but like what... What were some things that stood out to you guys? What did you like? Um, what did you dislike? Uh, well, so what do you think it means that Iroh is a Grand Lotus? How many Grand Lotuses do you think there are? We could speculate wildly on that. Um, Probably someone knows. I kind of... Google it. Maybe okay. we'll find that out as we read the comics. Unlikely. Because hmm. I think I would know it. Uh, that's not true. Uh, are any of the other old guys grandmasters? It says the wiki says it's just the leader oh, okay. within the organization. So Iroh is in charge of all of them. Maybe, but they did say a Grand Lotus, suggesting that there's more than one. I always mm. thought that all of them were just Grand the current Lotus, one. like a president. Because, like in Korra, we find out that it's the White Lotus just does not just consist of old people. It has like a ton of them. But I don't know if that's yeah if that's you know, yeah. post I don't, air like if we're ta- last airbender? Or? If we're talking about a specific thing, I don't think we say a president. Like, Donald Trump is not a president of the United States. He's the no, president he is of not. the United States. I disagree. So, okay. How about something I didn't like? This isn't my low, but it certainly could be. Aang, at this point, has said, and I quote, I've certainly u- never used it to take a life. Talking about <laughs> violence. This goes into why I don't like yes. the end of the show. They're rewriting history here. 
Yeah. Like they're gaslighting what Aang did. I mean, they're trying to lead you to believe that he's always had this perspective and it's not true. Hmm. I just think it's okay if he did that and then like decided he never wants to do that again. Right, but the But they don't address the show, that either. The authors of the show are suggesting that this has always been Aang's way. And Aang, and I again, I wrote this down as I heard it because I wanted the direct quote. He said, "I've talking about violence, I've certainly never used it to take a life. They're trying to convince you that this has not happened. And we all watched it happen. And it just bugs me. Maybe they, maybe they were thinking human lives. And they didn't think the other thing counted. Yeah, what did he kill? Uh, the the buzz the, vulture, the vulture thing in the buzzard. Oh. But okay. Yeah, oh, if it's not a if it's not a buzzard, I'm mad. Yeah, it's some, yeah, it's some kind of vulture. Oh yeah, that's funny. Thank um, you. <laughs> Every once in a while. Of course, it's different. But like they're trying to sell him, sell us on the idea that he believes all life is sacred. In the in the phrase that he's talking about, he talks about he's a vegetarian and he's never taken a life. Like that is what. I mean, I I just it it bugs me that they ignore that whole thing. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. I know. Okay. I'm just, I, I mentioned all the way back when it first happened that there was going to come a time at the end of the show where I was going to mm-hmm. use it because they try and portray Aang as always a pacifist and we all know it's not true. And then it, it irritates me. And I think well, even pacifists mess up once in a while and they can still be considered a pacifist. Of, again, of course. But suggesting... So you wanted to be like, I have never taken a life except for that buzzard that one time. No. I, oh. I want, this is, either Aang is being dishonest here, or he is choosing memory selectively. To make a statement mm. like, I've certainly never used it to take a life, is just patently wrong. Like, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm kicking a dead horse. I, I Clearly, I can't get you guys on board with me. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> oh, no, I actually, I, I think that's fascinating. I wish they would have addressed it. Um, I think I'm in the middle. I don't think I necessarily am on either side. But uh, yes, I did a good yeah. job, right? Thanks, no. Back to another thing. Uh. <laughs> the says that it is a Grand Lotus, and it's anyone who has the power to call the group together. So there could be more than one. Which, I, which I'd assume is all right. the old people. Yeah, all right. interesting. Or all, all the named old people. They all seem like they're on equal footing. What did we think about the lion that's, turtle? That's, that's, that's my head again. thought it was cool. Yep, word. All right. <laughs> Why? What did you think about it? I just I remember the first, so like now with the <laughs> the benefit of having watched Korra and getting to see more of the lion turtles, like I don't mind it so much. But I remember the first time I watched this show, I saw this thing and I thought, what? Like we've gone this entire show. Yeah. What and is this? And why does it out matter? Of it's the second. Yeah. 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 Agreed. That's a good point. Like actually. it just felt bizarre to me the first time I watched it. But uh, again, clearly that's not uh, uniform here. So, <laughs> no, I'd be curious to hear other people's perspectives because I tend to be the kind of guy that's like, "Oh yeah, that's what the show did. That's yeah. cool." And you I mean, know? it's, it's uh, difficult to know now because again, we've all seen. Well, right. you know, most of us have seen Korra, and we do kind of know what the well, lion turtles are. What are oh, they? Okay. Oh, they are some of the original benders that gave out in the spirit world. They gave out things. That's cool. Yeah, and, and it is. But like, which we'll get that more in the in right. The we don't know that now. We just know he's but on this giant thing. I think it's kind of cool how in like a world like this, they introduce us to things that they have an idea of what it's for, and we don't, so that they can have the option of like kind of giving us more lore at a later date if they want to. You know. All right. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, we just approach things differently, I guess. Well, we know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Shocked. Um, we got a nod. Not even a nod, because that's more subtle. Um, we got a callback to Co, the face uh-huh. dealer. Yes. Um, yeah, we we find out that it was. We group. talked about that, that was in that like episode. A weird thing to include. I thought. That that like, bothers what, you in the lion turtles? <laughs> like, what was his wisdom? Like, what's the point? Okay, sorry about your wife. Well, so he was saying that if I had acted quicker and more decisively, I might, still, I might still have had my wife through my life. Okay. They just made it seem like it was supposed to be more, um, like, meaningful to me. And I was like, yeah, hmm, I don't know. sad. I, I think they were just trying to show us that every avatar had a different perspective on why the avatar should be killing the fire lord basically it was like all the same right well kiyoshi's was and this other guy's was like you have to prevent a bit what was roku's roku's was i saw the ambition in the fire lord in the first place and if i had acted more quickly the war wouldn't have started was that in ozai uh in sozin yes sozin and did ozai have roku killed i got that right guys (laughs) i think i need a password act (laughs) what did Ozai have Roku killed? Do we find out how he died? Oh, we've already seen that. I don't remember. He died in the volcano. Right, and Sozin was there, and he was like, I could save your life, but I'm not going to, because without you, I can finally start the war that I want to start. And That's what Sozin said. It. Basically, yeah. So, right. Ozai, he's not talking about so, Ozai. No. No, well, I just he, said. Roku would have never Ozai. interacted oh, with sorry, Ozai. No. Yeah, Roku was dead before Ozai was around. Well, well was, was yeah, fire Roku was dead before um, Azulon was the fire lord. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's call. he's been gone for yep. a while. Oh good. Um, let me ask you guys a question. What did you guys think of when Zuko said the Father Lord? <laughs> this is pretty. I thought funny. it was funny. I didn't understand why they put that in. Because it's like, his death. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have different well, things so in this on, episode on the... that bother us, and the other people are like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't get it. Like, because on the wiki it was like. This verbal mistake is actually a psychological phenomenon called the <laughs> Yeah, we all know that. Which is thought to reveal unconscious conflicts yeah. or issues of varied natures. And I'm like, yeah, you you gotta take everything on that wiki with like a grain of salt. There's some things that they're really detail. reaching. Yeah. Okay. So this. So was it just was it just supposed to be funny? Like was that yeah, all? I think it was just a joke. I wasn't supposed to. reminding us that like that was his dad. Because, like, okay, it's kind okay. of a Freudian slip, but it is his dad. So it's a lot of times a Freudian slip, what you said is wrong, but it's not quite wrong. Oh, maybe it's because he's trying to determine whether he's his father or the <laughs> Fire Lord. <sighs> and it's just like that split nature. I also, I have to apologize to the person who emailed no. us last week and I told him, that, right, like, that's fine. comets don't get close to the Earth. Because this episode ends with the comet, like, hitting the Earth's atmosphere. So it's not you that got it wrong. It's the show that got it wrong. <laughs> so, sorry. That was, jo- so that was Josie. Called... Yeah, Josie. Sozin's meteor. So, so yeah, Sozin's meteor. I mean, it, okay, so, like, theoretically, a comet could enter Earth's atmosphere. To get the, the additional thermal energy that we're talking about here, it would have to be pretty massive. And the other problem is that how is it going to return this comet returns every hundred years. Does it slam into the Earth every hundred years? Like it just doesn't make any. No, it just it swings around, gets the momentum around the Earth, and then shoots Skims back out. Skims within our atmosphere. Doesn't <laughs> like a like a. <laughs> I don't know what it was that scared them. But... I don't either. 
But yeah. Well, thanks, Leica. You killed my moment. Well, it was Belka that killed it. Leica joined in. Oh, got it. Thank you, Belka and Leica, collectively as a group, killing my yeah. momentum. Uh, let me riddle me this. Um, what did you guys think about the Airbender Avatar and her conversation with Aang? Remind me the details there. Could you repeat the question, please? I said riddle me this. What did you guys think about the conversation between the Airbender Avatar and Aang? I loved it. What were the details on that? Now one? hold Basically, on. She was so you have to set aside oh, your yeah. moral mm-hmm. sometimes for mm-hmm. the betterment of the world. Yeah. Well, so I, I only I kind of was floating around it because I wanted to make sure it was nobody's high or low. Oh, gotcha. Because yeah, that's no. it was okay. my high. It's okay. Close. Oh, nice. It's okay. Yeah, I think Buddy doesn't like that. No, that I correct? do. I I really liked it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think that's really interesting because he he turned to her, um, expecting her to yeah. side with him. And she was like, your role as the Avatar completely transcends your role as an airbender. Yeah, or as a person. And, or, you're right, and I thought that was, or yeah, even as a person. I mean, that's a really kind of a, that's really kind of a cool concept. All making the ending of the show kind of even all the worse. Uh, Wait, why? Agreed. Oh. I don't want to be the one to say it, but yes. No, I'll, we'll talk no, about it We're going to disagree. I agree. Right, I mean, it's, I think it's the same reason why Buddy and I and think And I get that, to talk about this more uh-huh. during my high. I'm not doing it now. Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, and I think it's it, not to be funny, but I think it's part of the reason why Buddy and I feel the same way we do about Harry Potter <laughs> um, and the ending on that. And I'm not trying to start a fight because we're not talking about the Matrix. Um, but. And so we'll wait. Again, we'll let Ch- Hannah chime in during her high. But the other, the, the other thing, yeah. speaking of the ending of the show, for me – I think the ending would have been a lot more interesting if he yes. had to listen to all these other people set aside what he yes. wanted and do what the world needed of him. Right. Like it just that'd been that'd been great development for him. Yes, I think. and it doesn't require the deus ex machina that that is the end of the show. What else is, is that? How you pronounce it? Yes, deuce. Or I mean, you could say deus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I am not mispronouncing it all the time when I say it. No. Oh God, my cat. Um. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh. But I no, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh. But we'll leave it alone so Hannah can talk about that yes. later. Uh, um. This is the last time we hear Roku to say anything in the show. That's not surprising. It's also not like a great fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with the the other voice actor kind of struggling to get Mako's voice down, it's not. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, right? not hard to believe. I mean, yeah, he does he does good. Like we've talked about, he does good, but it's definitely not Mako. Wait, um, this is the last time we heard Iro. Iro. Ro- no, he said Roku. Roku. Oh, Roku. I'm I was sorry. like, what are you talking about? I thought you were saying Iro. No, Roku. No. Interesting. I actually don't. I don't know that. I'm pretty sure Iro says more. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. That'd be crazy if he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I really I really liked that part where he was talking about taking back Bossing Say. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was neat with the White Lotus. Yeah, and that he had a vision of doing that when he was younger, and he thought it was as a Fire Nation person, but it's as a White Lotus person. I just thought that was a cool dynamic. Very cool. We have an email. Uh, just the one this week. It's from, uh, well, the email address is HHF, so I don't know what to make of that. But it says my name is Roman, so cool. thanks for the email, Roman. Uh, Roman says they started listening to the Avatar Weekly podcast about a week ago since everything in, in their city is pretty much shut down and he doesn't, they, meh, nuts. And they don't have school. Uh, they've been binging the podcast while they walk. 
Uh, not only is it super entertaining, but it makes them excited to get out of the house so they can exercise and listen. In, o- in only seven days, they've listened to 32 episodes. Wow. Dear Lord. I know. Uh, they said they've been walking a ton and are looking forward to the rest. They know it's pre- ends pretty soon. They're hoping that uh, we will continue the podcast over to cover Legend of Korra or really anything else. Thanks so much for the email, <laughs> Roman. So glad we can help you with uh, uh, something to entertain you while we're all waiting this out. I wish I could exercise. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. My doctor says I exercise too much. Okay, that's not fun. That's rude. Yeah, I was talking about my very serious doctor. <laughs> One of my favorite things. Okay, anyone else have any other general discussions? I think, yeah. Noah, you were saying something? Uh, probably, probably not. <laughs> um, no, new, no new tweets. No one's adding us. Um, we talked about that. Talked about that. that talked about, no, it was really bad. <laughs> The order in which Aang speaks with the previous incarnations represents the Avatar cycle in reverse. Duh. Which is obvious. Also excited to see a female airbender. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It was very You'll see cool. more in the next show. Um, Can we talk about how there are no female members of the White Lotus? Yes, there are. Grand Grand. Grand Grand. Guys, stop. <laughs> you can't joke over this moment of sexism. Well, I mean, considering that the Water Kingdom doesn't even let women train in water bend. Okay, so that's one out of three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I guess we could say that there are no females in this group. Seems like the White Lotus is a bigger organization. Now you're just like I'm just, talking yeah, you, your way out of it. No, you're right. There should be a female in the group, but I'm just we can't aren't say you, there aren't, aren't any in, in the White Lotus writ large. Sure, but when you're watching a TV show and they show you what they show, yeah. that's the representation. Yep. I'm off my high horse. It I was, there could be others in the world. Graham Graham. The Avatar extras, um, the writers comment that they wanted Momo with Aang, um, so Aang could actually talk out loud. And not and be crazy. I thought yeah, I thought you were going to say solely for uh, King Boomy's joke. That made me laugh. Yeah. I knew funny. it was coming. And, like, and he's still like, oh, well, he'll be laugh. fine. They're together. Right. <laughs> uh, fascinating fascinating this is um one of the few times that ozai is in the show and azula is not oh i know what an absence it's okay i think we should do a clone wars podcast no i just started watching it oh let's talk about that after okay (laughs) because i will talk about that after for a long time buddy do you want me to sing the highs and lows song so we can transition into highs and lows oh yeah that'd be good (laughs) okay I can't hear him, and that's pretty nice. And buddy, that's where you normally start talking. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Are you like trying to nail it? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah. So you're supposed to start talking. Oh, uh. Do you want me to do it again? Does you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Okay. Uh, my low was the same scene as my high. Um, and it's not like a quality thing. Like they couldn't have changed this. And even if they wanted to, um, not having Mako voice Iroh in that scene was like the most painful it's ever been. Mm. Um, just cause like he did a good job. Like he did. And that's what I'm saying. Like you can, I, that's why it's like a personal thing. It's not, they could have done better. They should have done this. It was just hard for me because 
it was it, it, it just didn't feel like Ira so in terms of high because I knew you guys would pick the same one. Well, oh, okay. So, would you have preferred that scene be cut, Noah? Not at all, and that's what He's I'm saying. So, like, like in a perfect world, sure, sure. it would have been Mako saying sure. it was. So it just it took me out of it. So like, gotcha. I'm not that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, they could not have done anything differently if they had changed it at all. It would have made it worse. I'm having trouble so, thinking of a low. I guess that there are no women in the white lotus. Was it was it when June talked about his oh, pervy frick, grandpa? Oh, June! I hate June. I actually really loved that reference. But right, because they nodded to it. Yep. And you're like, okay, fine, good. Yep. At least they didn't like ignore that. Yep. I guess. <laughs> hey, Hannah, what's your problem? <laughs> I don't like June, and it felt like they were just putting her in there to get somewhere quickly. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> I know. I just felt like you know sometimes Buddy says they. He doesn't like when they just do kind of plot shortcuts or whatever. And I kind of felt like that's what she was in every episode she's been in. It's just like, oh, she can find things super quick. Let's put her in. Oh, that's my Hmm. low. (laughs) Okay. 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 All right. No, you're done with your your low? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Yeah, actually, my low's related to Hannah's low. I don't mind June uh, in the way that she does. Like, it's not bad. But the fact that the sheer shoe couldn't find Aang... When he was still on the earth, really that's a good me. point. Yes. That's very because annoying. Because they make it very clear that he's not in the spirit world. He's able to bend. He's just on the back of a turtle in the middle of the ocean. Good point. And June makes a big deal about how he, she can find it, it, that she or she can find anything anywhere, even if he's dead. Yeah. But for some reason. No, see, the lion turtle has magical masking uh-huh. powers. Uh-huh. So you so can't. It's, it's the same kind of thing. It was a convenient plot way to get Iroh in. Oh, yeah. we can't go to Aang? I guess we'll go to Iroh. Yeah. Like, there was no other way. Would you have preferred it? Would you prefer it if the lion turtle appeared in front of all of them? Yeah. And he was like, I gotta go here. What? You guys go find Iroh or something like that. You see what I'm saying? If, Would you have preferred it oh, if no, instead I, of Aang, like, magically? Again, within this show, within the context of The Last Airbender, that lion turtle irritates me. Because it's just this giant mystical godlike figure that can telepathically talk with things, and but there's so many things like that. Not with that kind of power. Sparky, Sparky, booming. Yeah, Sparky bugs me too. <laughs> like if you can't, if Wonder you can't how many adequately you'll need to explain have before... it within the the structure of the world that you have developed for me, then I'm not gonna like it. Hey, buddy, do you like this show? Yeah, I do. do. You even like it? I do. It did make him tear up. Oh, I think you know why. <laughs> do you want to transition to highs? I think I do. Do I even need to talk about it? Do you guys want to For talk the sake together? Of the podcast, yeah, probably. Uh, so I thought actually, I actually, I actually thought I was gonna say I, I was gonna say we should probably just I'll, I'll talk and then you talk and just kind of build on it. Um, this is the reason why, which is funny because this definitely wasn't my favorite of the last episode, of the last four episodes. I don't think, but this is my favorite scene in the whole show. Is it yours, buddy? Um, mom- um, no, probably not. Oh. What do you think your favorite scene is? Uh, I think I prefer Iroh's um, morning. Singing at the grave. Morning over the sun, yeah. Of course. Yeah, um, I just love the power of this scene. I love the prodigal son-esque um, visualization of Zuko literally on the ground in tears, trying to say these things that he's clearly rehearsed in the mirror and before he can finish I wrote, you know, instead of saying anything, just embraces him. Um, it's just such a powerful moment and it's, it's just wonderful to see Zuko 
really come full circle. Yeah, I second all that. The only thing that I have to—I mean, that's my high too. Uh, the only thing right. that I have to add is that uh, I, the way they animate it is adds to how powerful the moment is in the fact that not only does Iroh hug Zuko, but he like grabs him and pulls him in very right. quickly. And so, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. done really well. And mm-hmm. It's probably super annoying, but all I could think of was the prodigal son. Yeah, I mean, I mean, clearly it's. Uh, I think that's supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah, very similar story. It's just really beautiful. Yeah, it is. Um, and just the getting that sort of insight into Iroh's mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just very powerful. How much he loves them. Yeah, and the fact that he was never, I mean, you know, by Iroh's own words, never angry at Zuko. He was just sad and depressed and and scared that Zuko had gone the way of his father, and that you know would be very hard for Iroh to swallow. Mm-hmm. Hannah, what's your high? Then he said the thing about the stinky shoe. Yeah, well. And I was like, Sorry, what? Eh. with kids shows and comedies, a lot of times they undercut those moments of jokes. Yeah. It made me sad. Yeah. I think people do that in real life, too. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you never do. Nope. I never make jokes <laughs> at inopportune moments. <laughs> what's your high, Hannah? Sorry. Um, well, we already talked about my high, but I can expound. I like when Aang talked to the female airbender avatar. I like that it was cool to see a female airbender and a female avatar besides Kyoshi. Um, I like that she subverted what he thought she was going to say. But I also like that I can't decide if I agree with it or if I don't agree with it. Um, because I see both sides. So I think that uh, the world is only better when you put other people and the world before you but I also think that can be very damaging to a person and mm-hmm. a soul and I do understand why they didn't keep that message for children um, that they want you to stand strong for your morals because I think that's important too so I like it because I'm very confused <laughs> <laughs> yep it's a, it's a real ethical dilemma mm-hmm. yeah and that is one thing that I think they do well is pointing out that this is not a clear-cut thing that, like, there are voices on both sides of this. And they're all logical. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, you don't you don't hear any one of those. You don't listen to Kiyoshi and be like, ah, oh, well, yeah. here's why that's wrong. Right. You know, so. Well, and I, I think it was just so interesting, like, how they told you to be detached from the world. And she's like, that applies to everyone but you. And this, like, the savior mentality that's, like, pushed on a person is that, like, it's not fair. And mm. so it's just a really interesting idea. Like not only are you expected to save the world, but you're also expected to give up who you are to do it. And I don't know if I could do that. I mean, that kind of goes back to, uh, to what the, uh, chakra guy was saying in season two. What was he right? saying? Where he was saying, you have to give up Katara. Right. You have to give up. And he was love. like, no, I won't. Right. Yeah, and I guess, you know what, thinking about it from that perspective, I think one of the things that bugs me about how this show ends is that, like, he gets his cake and he eats it too, kind of thing. Where, like, there are starving children in Africa. Which, again, it is a children's Yeah, I mean, I I understand from the fact that it's a children's show why they did it, but if I'm going to critique it from my perspective, I mean, that's because, like, they're telling him, uh, you know, you have to set yourself aside if you want to be able to save the world. Uh, And the big dilemma is, like, am I going to do that or am I going to stand? For my, for my principles and conveniently and gets to do both and like it's yeah. ever, all the good and none of the bad. And but maybe it's just teaching you that 
we need to be more willing to think creatively and not just throw everything aside just to make one or the other happy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what they're going for. I don't. You don't agree? I, I, absolutely. I mean, you know me as a person. Yeah. I absolutely. What? Uh, yeah, I absolutely uh, hold to creative thought being a yeah. very, very important. You do. Uh, but I don't. I and I never like the message. And this is my problem with most Hollywood films: is uh, I don't like the message that good things will come of it. Good things happen it, inherently. if you make good choices. Yeah, yeah. if, yeah, if you true. hold to your values, if you are this creative person, if you can do it well enough, then it all works out in the end. Yeah. And I I don't think we do ourselves or the public or any favors. There's no value in that. By saying that all the time because then well, anytime someone has a hardship in life and things don't work out, it's, it's their fault. Or – and I mean like that's true and I do like – my entertainment to have a sense of realism too. But I think probably the other argument is that's what happens in real life and real life is tough. So we're going to make a fantasy world where we get to live out the way we think it should work. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's valid too. But I guess I get why well, you don't like it. We want everyone to die. <laughs> I want it to be the way that he saves people, I'm trying to do, not to do too much before the last episode. The yeah, we way, can we can wait. Yeah, the way he finishes comes out of nowhere, and it's mm-hmm. and it's very convenient that he's able to do it. I don't think it comes out of nowhere. We'll talk I, later. Okay, <laughs> like I don't know where you're pulling it, but okay. Ty Lee. Yeah, Ty Lee can temporarily, physically, yeah. she can block it. I know, and he's the avatar. So, but in the future, in Korra, you don't have to be the avatar to do it. Well, that's because they've, they've learned new door. knowledge. Yeah. Okay, you're right. We'll talk later. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, join us next week. Oh, wait, wait. Well, do we want to change our scores? No, I'm good. Yeah, I think 3.75 yeah, is pretty solid. I will say, though, real quick, I did. I forgot to mention, I did you like the part with Kiyoshi where he was like, well, you didn't kill him. Uh, he died from his own stubbornness. That's and she's true. like, well, Personally, I don't really see the difference. I don't acknowledge that as being different. Yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting I, concept. I like that a lot. Yeah, I've always appreciated that line from Kyoshi. Uh, yes, and uh, go ahead, buddy. Reach out to us uh, at Stark Friends on both Twitter and Facebook. We have an email address, uh, StarkFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. And we've got two more episodes with this to go. And then we've got some plans to do some uh, podcasts about the comic. Uh, comics. We turns out there's a whole bunch of them, <laughs> a whole bunch of graphic novels. Uh, we're gonna do a live watch of the movie. It sounds like. Um, so, but definitely email us about anything that you think about what we talk about about uh, the podcast, anything at all. Join us next week for Sozin's Comet Part Three: Into the Inferno. Oh, and remember, folks, be careful oh, where you take cabbages. <laughs> 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 Is that the close-up? That's the sign-off. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, terrible. I love no. it.